Do you want to hear the greatest story? Yeah, I do. Oh my god, Bon Jovi sound checking. We got to see this. But then we hear um, the guy whistling into a microphone. Yeah, it was John, and he goes, "The kids can stay." We're like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> nice. Thanks, thanks, Johnny. It was a small theatre, and we went upstairs, and there was a photo of Dire Straits, who did their very first rock blast there in 1982, oh, wow. which was just so cool. So these bikies got in touch with us, give us 500 bucks so you don't get your singer back. <laughs> Holy shit. Welcome everyone. You are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. This is an interview style podcast where I talk with musicians, performers, and sometimes wrestlers. I am your host. This is Dog. Thanks for joining me this week. How are you? How's it going? What's the word on the street? Hey, eternity? You remember that old dude that used to ride Eternity in Sydney on the streets and then like everyone else started doing it? That was a thing for a while. And then the internet happened and now that thing isn't a thing anymore. Now people like to watch people dance on TikTok. And uh, I don't know, man. I just saw that app this morning. Uh, One of my mates said, oh, have you seen this TikTok? I'm like, no, what's that? He's like, oh, it's just people dancing on the internet. I'm like, isn't that what the internet is already? You're like, yeah, but now it's just these small little videos I'm like, okay, I'm still pretty sure that's what every other app is anyway. But, dude, there's so many people doing it. I don't get it. I don't get it, but I don't think I'm meant to. You know what I mean? Maybe uh, if it was to do with wrestling, maybe I'd be into it. (laughs) Oh, man, this week I caught up with Jake and Jaden from the band White Devil Detroit. Uh, The two boys made their way over to Siriani Studios earlier in the week, and uh, we had a great chat. Uh, Be sure to keep listening to hear the story of how, at one particular show, Jake had a very interesting encounter with a fan he was not expecting. Art of Turing is brought to you every single week on a Friday. You can listen to Art of Turing on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And remember, we are still part of the A Lot of Green Podcast Network. And you check out all their other awesome podcasts on their network at www.alotofgreen.com.au. Guys, tell friends about this podcast. Tell your mates, tell your hombres, tell your brothers, tell your sisters, tell your dads, tell your mums, tell everyone about the show, man. Um, it's a fun time, you know, hour, hour and a half, sometimes a little under an hour, a little over an hour. You can come back to it. You can just chuck it on for a five minute drive to work and then chuck it back on when you've got to go to the gym or got to go get some groceries. We all got to get a gro- got to get groceries, man. What are you going to do to spend, you know, fill your time on your way to the groceries? Listen to the art of touring. How good's that? Hey uh, guys, just a heads up. There is some coarse language in this week's episode, so if you are listening with the kidlets, uh, it might be a good idea to throw on the never-ending story, um, and then once they're dropped off at uh, their guitar lessons, put Art of Touring back on. Now let's take a moment to hear from this week's sponsor. Episode 82 is brought to you this week by Mr. Susan. Are you looking for a friend who's been lost in limbo and you've found yourself in the mirror world? Then count on Mr. Susan to give you advice on how to escape. Welcome to the mirror world! Who are you? I am Mr. Susan, guardian of the mirrors. What do you seek, stranger? I'm just looking for my mate Howard. He's, he's in limbo. Ah, limbo bimbo. One of these mirrors does lead to limbo, but only one. You must choose wisely. 
for there are over 17 mirrors in the mirror world. <laughs> mirror world? It's not really a mirror world, is it? It's more of a small room. What? Well, no, it isn't large, but a mirror will make a room appear larger. And anyway, you failed to take into account my mirror balls. Look at them shine. Look at them shine. Look at them shine. Look at them shine. Oh! Look at them shining. Oh, it's cold. That's enough. Just so you know, Art of Turing is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on the, your desktop, you can just Google Art of Turing and follow the links to the Wooshka homepage. Now, before we get into my conversation with Jake and Jaden from White Devil Detroit, I'd like to share with you some of their music. This is a track called Coming Down. Check this out. Here we go, there's just a little preview of White Devil Detroit. And now let's sit back and breathe it in. That's right, it's a Sizz Dog and Jake and Jaden shooting the shit. Strap in and let's get loose. It's time for the Art of Touring to begin. Welcome everyone, you're listening to the Art of Turing podcast. It is a pretty warm day here in Melbourne town and sitting in front of me are two lads from White Devil Detroit. We've got Jake, the front man, the singer and Jaden, the drummer. How are you boys tonight? Good, thanks self, mate. Not too bad. Pretty good. Pretty good? <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, well, thanks for joining me, boys. Um, you guys reached out to me, which was a delight. Yeah. Because usually I have to reach out to the musos and people, and then I got a message from Jake. He kind of slid into me old DMs there on the Facebook. Yeah. I was like, who's, who's this bloke? I have a knack for that, don't I? Yeah. yeah. yeah he's good at that. I said, yeah, of course. Um, next Monday's good, and, and here we are. Yeah. Shooting the shit. Thanks so, so much for having us on here, man. Yeah. I yeah, love man. this place that you've got in here, too. Mm. It's amazing. All the, the stewed. Yeah, so many wrestling action figures. People they can't see this because this is a recording, but yeah, there's a lot of Ghostbusters retro stuff, a lot of wrestling stuff, uh, Star Wars, He Man. There's He Man. There's He Man as well. There's He Man. Yeah. Yep. Everything, yeah. everything you can think of. It certainly provides, um, you know, an atmosphere for the for the podcast. Yeah, for the yeah. people oh, that come around. Does, man, it's a vibe. For it's sure. a vibe. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's get down to brass tacks, gentlemen. Jake, I'll start with you, mate. Where are you from, and where did you grow up? Um, I'm from Queensland originally. Uh, yep. I grew up in I grew up in Ipswich and uh, Caboolture. Ipswich. Yeah, good yep. old four three oh five. So yeah, I'm from the uh, from the. You get you basically with Ipswich, you get a bucket, mm. and then you fill it fill it full of poo. Right, poo poo. Yeah, and that's Ipswich. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's that's based, that's where I'm from. So I <laughs> the poo bucket. Only rare. There's sometimes special types of flowers grow out of rare types of shit. So you know, it's just like ah, <laughs> there you go. It's one of those things. <laughs> it come from a big, big family, mate, or your only child? Um, I'm I'm the only thing that's made out of these ingredients. Yeah. Okay. So I have a I do have a half uh, a couple of half siblings. But, right, right. But um, yeah, I'm the only I'm the I'm the original. I'm a, I'm an Australian original. You you're a unique flower. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so um, growing up in Ipswich, how did music first um, come to you? In what form? Um, probably through my dad because I lived in Caboolture with my with my mum and then mm-hmm. my dad would come and pick me up and drive me to Ipswich every second weekend. And yeah. then like, I just loved hanging out with my dad so much. But when I'd get in the car, he had Metallica or a Wasp or Twisted Sister or ACDC or The Angels or something playing. So sure. I would always just like, I don't know, get this like rush of like feeling really cool. Yeah, hanging out with my dad and then there's a guitar solo and we're going down the highway and everything's rad. So it was like, I don't know, I think from that young age, I was sort of instilled yeah. to love rock and roll and get a little serotonin boost every time I heard a ripping solo. So Yeah, you <laughs> You, you uh, associate um, those times with your dad with a positive memory. Yeah, there's and a, neuro- a lot of that. There's, a, there's a neurological link there for mm. sure. And I just crack my back and I feel nice, and you know, not really. <laughs> oh, that's a cool thing, man. And yeah. so, did your dad? Was your dad just like a music fan, or did he play music as uh, well? He was just a fan. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He he tried to play a little bit of guitar and he tried to write a bit of lyrics, but he didn't really. I don't know. He just didn't have enough encouragement around him, sure, or, yeah. or whatever. But um. Yeah, he always pushed me to try and play guitar and like, yeah, you should play guitar. Look at you, look at your wiry fingers. Da, 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 da. But I just always wanted to sing. I just, yeah. wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to sing. If I wasn't singing, I'd probably be playing drums because that's like the other fun. Because it's, it's sick, man. Yeah, it's because it's 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 the that's why you got the singer and the drummer here, man. Because it's, 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 it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, yeah, we did mention there is a drummer in the house, um, Jade. And where are you from, mate? Where did you grow up? I grew up uh, Croydon. Oh yeah, yeah. So not like I don't know how far it is. Probably about forty minutes yeah, or so. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but yeah. Did um most of me growing up there, and then um was about eleven ish, and we all moved up to Bendigo. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, and I've spent like all me, pretty much all my main growing up there. Yeah. Being a goose. And you're still up in Bendigo now? Yeah, mate, I only could just come down from there. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I love it, man. Like, I lived down here for a bit, and I always seem to, like, I've come down to Melbourne, lived a couple times in, like, Lillida, Werribee, Point Cook. Sure. And then um, I always find myself back in Bendigo. In Bendigo. Yeah, so, got all the mates here and everything, you know. I've got a lot of great memories of Bendigo. I've done a lot of gigs up there. Yeah. I actually told this story a couple of weeks ago, but I'll tell it again because you've been there your whole life. You'll probably react to it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I was doing a show up there and um, I think it was like on a, a, a New Year's Eve and nothing's really open. Like everything kind of closed, but there was like this fast food place that was selling these potato jams covered in gravy. Sheesh. Huh? Shish. Shish? Shish. Is that what it's called? You get gravy and cheese on them and they're the best thing getting around, man. <laughs> yes. So they're down Bull Street. <laughs> there you go. Man, shish is the best thing when you're drunk, hey? Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Oh, yes. I'm not a passed out in, in them. So like, they're, <laughs> they're the best thing, man. That's your tip. Yeah, no, they're good. Yeah, so I, I know exactly what that's what it was called. It's called Shish. Yeah, that's what the little cafe, nightclub. It's only It only ever opens like when the clubs are open and stuff, you know? So oh, yeah, clubs yeah. and pubs. So it's not and they just sell like burgers and potato gems and all the good stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the stuff to sober you up a little that's it oh so, fantastic yeah. so um, so yeah and how did how did kind of music come to you as, as a youngster mate um, how did the drums kind of become a thing oh, for you I didn't really have a choice but I did right like I just I chose 
everything I like, but it was just always around me. So my dad, flat out in a old metal rock, everything like just long likes like priest maiden, yeah, all that shit, um, stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. No, you can swear it's fine. Oh, sweet oh, as cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, and just like stuff like that, like always he worked uh, he's a cabinet maker he worked uh, when he had his own little business he'd build kitchens in the shed and stuff oh yeah so um yeah spent a lot of time down there just listening to it every Saturday we'd wake up to him just blaring music <laughs> so we couldn't sleep in but yeah no one of the good uh, best memories of it like just getting really into music was um uh, my dad had like an XF panel van Oh. Yeah, yeah we, we I used to love it. It was my favourite car. And um, this is when I first found out about tapes and stuff. And there was this David Lee Roth Eat My Live tape. And it was sick, man. We're going down like, oh, maybe Dorset Road or something. Sure. Like that. Yeah, and it's just, I still remember it. Like even turning out the intersection and everything, just looking, watching it and listening to it. Man. So yeah, that was a big bite. Mm. You know, so that was cool. And then um, what happened was like I always tried guitar, a little bit of singing. Yeah. Like, Mum and dad knew me and my sister loved music and stuff, so yeah. that was was they were just not forcing it, but just you know encouraging, encouraging it. Sure, and, yeah. And we, if we wanted to, we didn't did whatever. So, but yeah, and um, so I played guitar and stuff, and I was never any good. And then uh, come home, and dad actually bought a drum kit for himself. Ah, yeah, it was an old Pearl Forum white. Sure, yeah. And then um, then I just kind of that was ended up being mine. Not mine, but it was. Well, you used I, it more than he I did. I played it the most. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So nice. that, that's how I got into it. And then I just never. I'd, every night after school, I'd be playing it. So it well, got, yeah, that's a really cool thing, man. Because like as as I was saying to you as before, I'm a music teacher, and and whenever I kind of see a, a young kid who says, oh, I used to play guitar or, or I used to play drums or whatever, you can kind of tell the instrument wasn't for them, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Music wasn't for them. But whereas, you know, you teach other kids and they carry the guitar with them everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a par- it's literally a part of them. Their identity. Or their drums, it's part of their identity. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's how I got into singing. I, got a, I had a mate, like my best friend when I was 12 years old, he got a guitar for Christmas and we had just gotten into Kiss and Iron Maiden and stuff like that and he's like all right we're gonna start a band jake you're gonna be the singer and i was like 12 years old couldn't couldn't hold a tune if you wrapped it up and put handles on it for me you know what i mean like (laughs) but i was like yep all right that's what i'm gonna do and then just like since then i've just been like yep i'm a lead singer i'm a front man i'm an entertainer that's what that's my i'm a lyricist like that's just my whole life and it's just giving me like a like a whole like thing to dovetail on giving me direction and purpose for my entire like purpose of being here right right yeah yeah what was that first band called man (laughs) Uh, it was like Voltage or Snakebite or something was, like that. You were called both of those I, things. I, think, I, can't remember, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember if it was Voltage or Snakebite. Either I, of them are great. I, I know I know. I was in a big like ACDC thing and like the first like rock song lyrics that I wrote was called Alive and Kicking and like it basically was like TNT but just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like a few little things changed. Like, like Airborne did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, fantastic. <coughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And um, what about you, Jaden? Did did you um, form a band in in primary school, high school? Oh, so I, I, like my first band that wasn't really a band was like three or four mates in year, year seven. Yes. And um, those boys, like I was into all my stuff, and those boys were really into their like 
day to remember Par- uh, Paramore at the time. Mm. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Sure. But, like, mm. it wasn't my thing, you know. But I, I just loved playing to every, like, they'd let us in the lunch rooms and uh, and the music rooms at lunchtime, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where we jammed. But, yeah, they called it, like, I think we called it, it was, like, Chemical Genesis or something like yeah, that. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, my first band, my proper band that I named and started was called Path of Destruction. Okay. Yeah, and that that's was probably... That's when you got serious. Yeah, that was when we got serious, and that was probably when I was... 14, yeah. Okay, near eight. Yeah, yeah, year eight. Yeah. And that went all the way to when I was 17, just before I joined Southern State. Right. Yeah, so that, and we did like a, like a East Coast tour, nothing massive, just yeah. just stuff like Adelaide. And so it was, it was rolling. It was going pretty good. But this then, was yeah. before Southern State. This is before Southern State. So yeah. in high school, you did, you did a, um, a, a like a mini tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I had pretty good parents when I, look, when I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> they would take you up and down everywhere. Drag my ass around, yeah. Yeah, Because right. I wasn't allowed to get in any pubs, so they had to be there. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, nah, but yeah, nah, so they put in a lot of work and, um, yeah, I, I kept going with it, so I think they're happy. Like, they feel like they haven't wasted time for nothing. Well, you that's know? So, true, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because ever since I've turned out and had a license, I've done that nearly every weekend ever since, so. Oh, that's a cool thing. So, yeah, yeah. Far out. Yeah, no, I um I remember going to see uh, my brother play in bands, um, and yeah, my folks would just bring me along. Yeah, because mm. yeah. my my brother's like six years older than me, and so when he first started playing shows like in and around Melbourne, I was you know still a teenager, and um yeah, mum and dad would you know take take me to go and see him, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah no, and it's cool it's thing. cool, it's a cool thing too, especially yeah. when you're not, especially when you're underage and you're not meant to be there. That's yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's like, so good. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome, you know. And yeah. then as soon as you turn eighteen, it's not fun anymore. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Um, and so you were mentioning before that um, you you joined after that band, you joined Sudden State. Yeah. So yeah. How, did, how did all that come to be? Um, well, the band just kind of well, guitarist left. Um. He just left. He just wasn't interested anymore. And then yeah. um, it was real hard because the bass player at the time was a um, a chef doing his chef apprenticeship. Okay. So he could never play the weekends. And then the singer was a bit older. Um, he was actually Brock Mountjoy from 29 Bones. He plays in 29 Bones at the minute. Right. But he was a bit older. Um, at the time, he had the missus and had um, the good, like, got the promoted to the running the mechanic shop and all that jazz because he was a mechanic and all that. And he was yeah. Doing that. So that kind of just... Yeah, fair enough. Like this is getting pretty hard to keep together. Yeah. So then, um, but then Sudden State were looking for drummers, and I went and auditioned, and then I pretty much got it that night. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, but then um, I told them I was seventeen. And they were like, oh, oh. whoops, little yeah. baby, a little baby. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I said, oh, it's, oh, guys, I've only got like six months to go. <laughs> like I'm be eighteen in six months. So then, I yeah. can wipe my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then that then happened, and then yeah, then that that, that took off and. Yeah, yeah, no, right. it was good. Good, had a lot of good times. Played a lot of good shows with that band too. Yeah, nice, yeah. man. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, and so you were still living up in um, Bendigo and just, like, would you travel an hour and a half down here to rehearse and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I'd travel, like, once a week, nearly twice a week sometimes wow. still. yeah. Um, but, like, that's my downtime driving. I love driving. Yeah. Like, I just like cruising with my music loud. So that's my, like... I don't mind it at all. You don't mind it. I don't distance. mind it. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind it. So like, it's not a massive deal unless I'm buggered, like absolutely buggered from working or something. But yeah, other than yeah. that, yeah. Oh, there you go. So yeah, I don't, yeah. But I'm um, like back when I was in Southern State, like I did live 
in Werribee where those boys lived. And oh, okay. I worked down there. So, but there was like parts at a time. So like, I think the first time I moved down there, I got heaps of speed and fine, spent all my money at the pub. Uh, got third degree burns on my hand and my mum said, you need to move home because you are ruining yourself. I yeah, said, oh, right. right. And then I went down, to, the second time I went down is when I got my girlfriend, which I'm still with. And yeah, we've just lived down there for a bit and then we only just moved back maybe like a year or two ago, back to Bendigo. Sure, together. yeah. So, and then yeah, now I'll just come down here because I'd rather do, I'd rather commute than live down here. Yeah, like, right, just, right. That's just what I'd personally rather do. Because it's home. But you don't it's want... home. Yeah. It's home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, and especially with Bendigo, there's a lot less going on. It's not... Everything's not... Go, go, hours go, worth. go, 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 go. Yeah, not go, go, go. There's not hours worth of traffic to drive in. Yeah, like, sure, at the minute, yeah. I'm, I'm working on a job that's five minutes from around the corner from my house. It's awesome. That's beautiful. You know, so, that's yeah. Sweet yeah. as. But, yeah. So there you there. go. And so you join those guys and, um, and you start playing around with them. Um, and did those guys do, like... By the time you joined them, had they already got some releases under their belt? Or? Yeah, they already had their EP with their previous drummer yep. and stuff, but we didn't really get a lot as much as I wanted to get done because they were a lot older and they were adulting and stuff, and I was sure. still very heavily invested in music and stuff, and they were buying houses and stuff, you know? Okay, So yeah. that's where that kind of went down a bit, and we're still a band, but we just don't do a lot at the minute, like yeah. not a lot at all. Sure. But who knows? You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm pretty tied up with White Devil at the minute, so it's kind of working out. Yeah, nice. Like having that situation. So yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Oh, we'll, um, we'll, we'll switch gears and, and we'll um, pull focus again back onto um, the front man, um, Jake Blatchley. Oh my God. Am I getting that right? Yes. Blatchley? Blatchley. Um, so where we left off before you were saying that um you know you, you'd found um uh the the you, you'd gotten bitten by the singing bug and bitten, bitten by a radioactive Mick Jagger yes yeah and everything was about singing and you <laughs> yeah. joined the band and you started playing and, and singing and finding your voice yeah. what were those early days like playing um in your first band um well we just sort of we never left the garage yeah yeah and it was like i don't know it was pretty bad from what i remember (laughs) we weren't very good no no yeah i wasn't i wasn't very good at singing until i moved here and um teamed up with these guys i think oh so this was still in queensland obviously yeah yeah this is all back in queensland i've only been here for like three years and then i basically moved here to start start what was going to be white devil detroit right and which has turned out to be white devil detroit Mm. and um no but um yeah so I had my little, like, garage bands and stuff, and then my first band to ever play a gig was a band that I had when I was 16 called Thunderstick. Thunderstick? Yes. <laughs> nice. Stick was spelt with two Ks, man, because it was heavy metal, dude. Right. Um, and then we yeah, did that for a bit, and it was like... Uh, it was okay. We weren't very good, again. Mm. And then uh, I started a band called Pyro... Oh, no, no. What? Rewind. We did a band called The Endorphins. That was, that was like sort of punky metal. Okay. That was okay. And then I started a band called Pyromance and that was a little bit better. And then, yeah, I wanted to split Pyromance up because I was uh, done with it and I wanted to move to Melbourne and start sure. a new band down here. And then, so one of the guys who I met, I met our guitar player, LE guitarist Kyle in Brisbane when his band opened for our band. And then, yeah, I was like, yeah, let's start a whole new band down in Melbourne. And then we did, yeah. Sorry, I feel like I'm rambling. No, that's all right. I'm getting hot and sweaty and clammy and nervous. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Painting a picture of your um, musical journey. Yeah. um, yeah. Coming down here to um, good old Melbourne town. Yeah. What was it that drew you down here? Was it like, oh, well, this is where all the the pubs are 
you know, kind of thing? Or Oh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of felt, I felt like I had sort of squeezed Brisbane dry. Like, sure. You know, you already, to, and you already lived in Sydney? I'd already lived in Sydney previously for a little bit. I knew Sydney wasn't the place to go. I wasn't happy in Sydney. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. I, I guess I could have stayed up in Brisbane and kept Pyromance together. Like, the, last, the second last gig we played was opening for the Misfits. But even then, I was just like, oh, what, are we going to stay up here and be one of those just, like, local legend bands? And, like, you know, be always be the band to get the local support slot and just, you know, not really get anywhere and, you know, always just be mediocre. Sure, M- yeah. Musically, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And just, I don't know, I just didn't have a passion for it anymore. So, yeah. Yeah, I came down here and I had this idea for this band and then now it's only been like in the last year or so White Devil Detroit's finally become like the band that I had in my head when I got on the plane. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to yeah. move here. So yeah, it's, it's all worked out. Yeah, nice. And so is that um, guitarist that you were um, jamming with up in Bris Vegas, he made the trip down and, and he's in the band with you now still down here? Yeah, so he and I started right. We we met at a gig, his band opened for mine. I was really impressed by his guitar playing. Yes. And then um, we started hanging out after the show and like drinking a few bourbons. I was like, man, you got to like write some music with me. You're really good. And I thought I knew everyone who played rock and da-da-da-da-da. And then... He told me one day, like after we'd been riding together for a few weeks, he's like, oh, me and my partner are moving down to Melbourne. I was like, oh, no way. Me and my partner are moving down to Melbourne. So, ah. like, stuff this, like, you know, writing songs together for whatever. Let's just start a new, whole new band down there. And Sure. So, we did. So, we, like, yeah, we rehearsed with a few people up there to see if they wanted to come down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it didn't work out, but that's all right. We found Jaden and Dave and it's... Great. So. And how did you reach out to Jaden and Dave? Did you put like a Facebook <laughs> ad, ad campaign out there or a Mel Band's post? What, yeah, what was it? yeah, I put a lot of ads out there. I'd, you know, I'd post photos of like John Bonham and Stephen Adler and be like, yeah, looking for a sick drummer. And like, and then, I don't know, I had Jaden on Facebook for years because of Sudden State. And oh. he'd sort of uh, knew about us because of Pyromance a little bit or something. I don't yeah, know. I don't yeah. know. He had me on Facebook anyway. And then I messaged. You just looked cool, man. I just looked cool. So. <laughs> you looked like you were straight out of poison at the time. <laughs> oh, that's not cool. <laughs> that's embarrassing. That was, this is when I was like 15. I thought that was cool, you know. Well, when you reached out to me to be on the podcast, I obviously do a, a, a little bit of research. So I know I'm not a complete idiot when I'm, you know, I know what you look like when you show up to my house. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, whoa, Jake has got like the full front man thing going on. Yeah. And I started going through your profile photos, like every one. You look at had like a different look. Yeah. Well, this guy's like a modern day David Bowie. It's fantastic. Thank you, Thank you very much. <laughs> um, did, did you draw upon like, yeah, like the Star Child, you know? For, for, Absolutely. Like, yeah. that's, that's my thing. Like, like, I get bored really easily. Uh-huh. So, like, like Madonna, Bowie, they're like massive, like, style and fashion icons. Like, for me, I know people are like, oh, whatever, it's all about the music. But it's like, well, yeah, but that's, that's, fashion for me is an artistic expression. So, like, yeah. it's as important to me as writing lyrics or directing a video or, or any of that crap. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, 100%. Like, the last, at our last show, I went on stage wearing a giant cardboard box pink t- tuxedo thing that was sort of like loosely based on David Byrne from the Talking Heads meets Klaus Nomi, who was a, a backup singer, opera singer for David Bowie back in the day, actually. And David Bowie ended up wearing a similar outfit to Klaus Nomi. And then on the back, that had like children's Bible stories and like just all these candid photos of like Jesus carrying the cross and like little innocent children like praying and stuff like that. And then underneath that, I was just wearing garbage bags and uh, an old VHS exercise fitness tape that I'd taken all the tape out of and just wrapped around myself. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. For me, it's like, um, 
I know fashion's very important. Like being on the cover of Rolling Stone, whatever. I'd rather be on the cover of Vanity Fair or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I truly do. I truly would. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Fashion is important to me. <laughs> no, and look, I think that's something that's lost in a lot of um, uh, young bands, and they, they think they, yeah, sure, you know, if you write a cool song or whatever, but if you just show up to the gig wearing jeans and a t-shirt, and you that's look me. exactly like everyone else in the pub, mm. then it's like, well, hang on, you're not really putting on a show, are you? Yeah, you I, I, I kind of clicked onto this quick with White Devil Detroit. We played the Kiss Convention for our, like, was that our third show ever? Yeah, it's probably our third show. Yeah, yeah, third show ever. We played at the Kiss Convention. I, we came off stage and everyone's come. I had green hair at the time. Like, really, like, I was really into Dennis Rodman. Yes. The, uh, the NBA player at that time. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to dye my hair crazy colours like Dennis Rodman. It was like a lime green, dude. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. It was bright, Yeah, you've, you've seen Dennis Rodman. You know what I'm talking Many about. Many times. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, um, so like we got off stage and then everyone was coming up to me like, oh, you were that singer, you were that singer. And like some of my bandmates would be standing around me. They didn't even like recognise them. And I'm like, oh, they're always coming up to me and they recognise me because I've, I've got green hair. My bandmates look like all the other bandmates here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, sort of, I sort of was like, ding, like a little light bulb went off. I was like, yeah, okay, so you want to be remembered. You want to stand out. You're going to have green hair or, it, or whatever. Or, or more so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've always been into fashion and, and dressing up and stuff anyway. Like always, always. I'm always looking for new things to sort of inspire. Like wrestling at the moment, you know? Like yeah. Wrestling's really cool for sort of sort of for like the, the the fashion and the and then also like the creativity and the artistry this the stuntmanship yeah you know all that sort of stuff you know like i could watch i could watch ecw and get inspiration from it but i could also watch rupaul's drag race and gain as much inspiration from it you know what i mean so yeah that's, nice. a, that's the cool thing about art and fashion and stuff like that there's no rules yeah all. yeah 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 Oh, that's a cool thing. And so, when you were in the um, the cardboard um, costume at your last show, was was that um, like was that difficult to perform in? <laughs> yeah, it really was. I had to like my arms. I felt like a T Rex because like, I'm trying to put the mic up to my mouth, and I sort of had to like you know put my put my neck on a lean, and like yeah, it was quite it was quite tight in there. Yeah, um, where was that show? Uh, that was at the Bendigo Hotel. The Bendigo. At, and then once I got rid of the cardboard, uh, the Bible tuxedo, we call it, because I had a few, I had a gig. Um, December last year and I made like a porno jacket it was like a leather vest and it had like 70s porno on it and like a bunch of nangs uh, some glitter a bunch of what sorry nangs what are nangs uh, <laughs> cream bulb cartridge uh, <laughs> too stuffed to hear that uh, nitrogen uh, what's it called <laughs> I don't know man they just you make know, nangs you don't, you don't know nangs I don't know what that is um, like cream bulb chargers you know you put them in the whipped cream charger <laughs> Oh, they little. They look like little capsules. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. They yeah, look yeah. like they look like Spider Man's web shooter like cartridges. Yeah, right, dude. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you put them on the jacket. Yeah, yeah. Instead of where would like you know bullets would be or something, I put I put nangs and oh. people seem to lose their mind over that jacket. So I was like, all right, we'll play it safe this time. I won't do a porno jacket. I'll do a Bible tuxedo. But yeah, and after I took off the tuxedo. I don't know, because I was just wearing garbage bags that had been taped to my leg and like VHS tape. I was really worried about like. You know, having a wardrobe malfunction and, and things just <laughs> slipping out, and like sure. oh, I was also wearing like two fake boobs with um with liquid like coloured liquid underneath them, so I like busted both my tits, and then like I was blue and green and stuff all <laughs> over. And, 
you know, just just normal sort of stuff. But yeah, so we've done it. We've done a lot <laughs> yeah, of stuff. It's in totally the, normal. Yeah, absolutely, man. In this yeah. ba- in this band, like we've done a lot of stuff in the last year. Like man. going from December last year, we we had a dwarf on stage with us. Yes, who came up on stage and cream pied us and uh, <laughs> all sorts of things. Then then we did a show. Oh, where- um, Mr. Big. Hey, is that who came on to the to stage with you? No, his name is Blake. Yeah, Blake, Blake Johnson. Oh, yeah, Blake Johnson. He was yeah. a wrestler. He was a wrestler, he's wasn't he? He's been on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. been on this show. He's been on the Art of Yeah, Touring. he's a legend. Oh, yeah, they wrestled. They, they are. Uh, he interviews uh, wrestlers and all sorts oh, of so, so Blake's been a guest on this show. He has. Well, Blake, we yeah, have Blake, starting from like our show with Blake, where like he, he came on and he did a bunch of amazing stuff with us. And yeah. uh, we went on out on stage. Uh, in stockings over our heads like we were about to like rob a bank or something and then sure. we, had, we had Blake come out and do a m- bunch of awesome stuff and then the next show uh, Chaos Magic it was all based around the number 23 and like William Burroughs and Robert Anson Wilson and like you know Chaos Magic and stuff like that we had TVs on stage that were playing old Kenneth Anger movies spliced together with like LA Guns film clips and wow. incense sticks burning and you know we've, we've done a bunch of really really different stuff for each show and then sometimes yeah. we don't do anything you, you know people are expecting me to come out in some crazy outfit and blah blah blah, blah. no no it's you just go there and it's the band and it's a ball still wall rock show there's no theatrics and we're still it's still just as good as if there is all the stuff i just, I just don't want people to think oh you know jake wears makeup oh you know white devil detroit they bring out tvs and they have you know they, they do this they do that no 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 we're still just a balls of the wall rock band at our core so i want to i always like to like to throw in a show every now and then where we don't do any bullshit yeah, no theatrics yeah. and we just we just show people that we're we're still the best and we with still it. get the we're, same reaction yeah we still get the same reaction so. without that crap we just do it because it's fun and it's it's artistic for us you know what i mean yeah yeah so you can go home that night knowing that you've had a good time rock and roll isn't exciting for me if we're just like yeah let's be like a leather pleather boot cowboy boot rock band da 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 like yeah let's try and just be like van halen uh, like it's already been done it's already been done Heaps of times. What's, the, what's the point what's the point in that i'd yeah. rather i'd rather you know look at someone like mick foley Someone like Alistair Crowley, someone like Salvador Dali, Picasso. How? What can I? Andy Warhol. What can I learn from all these different people and all these different subcultures? And then how can I hot glue them to the context of my rock band sure. to change rock and roll and do something different? You know what I mean? People, there's so many bands out there. Like, yeah, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. It's like, why not? Yeah. Why not? Like, why would you not try and do something different? Or you just want to like be? A, you might as well just be a tribute band. Yeah, right. If you're not going to try and do it, something different. Yeah, you know? it's, a, it's a good point, man. Mm. Um, and so with White Devil Detroit, have you guys, because um, you are saying you've been together for a couple of years now, have, have you released any music? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. EP singles albums. Ben knows more about stuff than I do, and, and that <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, we yeah. got we got coming down that came out earlier this year, and we did a video clip for it, and we've got Guillotine coming out. Uh, it's single later out, later this month, we which we've a, just done the video clip too. Yeah, we've done the video for that, and the video is very you know it's it's like Jackass, uh, you know Tom Green, Eric Andre meets like the Mighty Boosh, mm-hmm. um, meets Gunners, meets Gunners, meets. Alistair Crowley it's just like you know Salvador Dali there's melting clocks there's crickets there's bugs there's grossness there's people there's fire there's people getting hurt there's people rolling through used like turned on mousetraps there's all sorts of crap 
This film clip, though, it's not like anything you'll see any other rock band doing because, like, we're actually doing this stuff ourselves. First time I ever had to light fireworks in my entire life was for this <laughs> film clip. I was shitting myself. I was a bit scared. Yeah, right. <laughs> I never lit fireworks before. No, yeah. neither have I. Yeah, but that was cool. It They're was good cool. fun. There's They're a lot of fun. stuff going yeah. on in this film clip, and we wanted to do something that was more along the lines of, like, what Bring Me the Horizon are doing these days or Billie Eilish or Deant Wood or... You know, mod- oh, yeah, Deant would, yeah. You know, mo- a modern film clip, a yeah. modern surrealistic, nihilistic sort of, but but still rock and roll. Yeah. But, you know, do something that's more artistic and avant-garde and contemporary with, like, mo- maybe what pop artists are doing or... Sure, you yeah. Know, or really weird underground artists are doing. Yeah. Because it's really the same these days. You look at you look at the underground, you look at what's on mainstream, you know, video hits, top 40. Yeah, some weird shit, it, hey? the, weird, weird stuff is just normal now. Yeah. Weird stuff is normal. And I feel like I'm the weirdest singer in rock and roll right now. So, like, it's a perfect time for us. <laughs> for you to, yeah, yeah. To shine. Yeah, that's right. And so that's a second single that's coming out. And so there, are these... Um, Re- single releases that you'll eventually put onto like an album and or? we've got an EP coming yeah, out yeah yeah these, these are all for an EP the oh an EP okay yeah, cool yeah, the EP's called Stay Calm It's Only Napalm okay and that's going to be coming out in January next year next year awesome yeah, yeah. Um, and are you going to go like f- full retard and, and do like a, a vinyl release as well no we'll or go full jtard man <laughs> full jtard yeah what does that mean? So that's like <laughs> just dumb stuff I'd do. <laughs> I just got so yeah. That's how I got, I got. I got a name from just doing dumb stuff, and then, <laughs> no one even uses that word anymore. It just gets everything's referred to as Jtard. Uh, I was J-tard. quoting um, Tropic Thunder. When oh, ben Stiller movie. plays. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where it, that's where it originally came. That's where it, that's where it originally came oh, from. And then yeah. you did the spin on it. Yeah. Full, don't go never go full J-Tart yeah no that's that was a thing that was a thing years ago there you go um, okay cool so yeah you do want you, so you do want to release it on vinyl um, we've actually been approached about doing a 7 inch mm-hmm. um, I haven't even spoken to anyone about that yet I'm not sure if we will mm-hmm. we, we sort of we've been approached about it though so, yeah cool so there's neither here nor there it's just like some, something we've been asked to do yeah. um, for the EP but um, yeah, it's called it's called Stay Calm. It's only Napalm. We got five tracks on it. We got uh, one called The Freak End. What would you what would you how would you describe The Freak End to all the to, for the folks at home? Like if Guns N' Roses and ACDC had kids that just did heaps of drugs, that's what it would sound like. <laughs> That's a pretty solid explanation there, Jay. I don't know. I don't know. My take on it would be, for the free can, would be if you cross-pollinated the Ramones and ACDC. Oh, wait. Is that what you said? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, wait. No, you said Guns and Roses. Oh, you said Guns and Roses? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. ACDC and the Ramones. I'm talking like Bon Scott ACDC. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like if you stitched up the Ramones and ACDC together. And then we got... um. Coming Downs or Coming Down? Yeah. What would you describe that like, though? Um, Just real life occurrences. Just real life. (laughs) It's real life shit, man. Just stuff about blowing and getting in trouble with the cops and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah a bit yeah. of tomfoolery, but yeah, of, uh, yeah, yeah. Australian yeah. Um, uh, larrikins. That's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we do we Drinking are we are fans. You know, of, of all that all that other crap that I said about. You know, that we incorporate into our music. We also are big fans of Bogan Australiana. You know, yeah, mullets, yeah. Phoebe, all that Southern stuff. Cross tattoos, mowing the lawn. Man, I got all that. <laughs> you know, all, all, all that sort of stuff. You know, we, we yeah, are, the two we're, guys we're, in the band, um, like full Anglo-Saxon, like you boys are. Nah, a little no? bit, but not really. But no? kinda. 
Pecana? I don't know. <laughs> well, what are their last names? It's a pretty Col- big giveaway. Col- one's, one's called Banjo Patterson. Okay. And, and that's his real name. Sounds like an Aussie to me. We're, no, we're not. No, he's a Kiwi. He's a Kiwi. We're, <laughs> actually, we're actually not <laughs> okay. sure. We're actually not sure. We're, we're, origin's unknown. Yeah, we don't have one. Ori- origin's unknown for that one. With Kyle, he's culturally, he's probably the whitest person in the band. <sighs> you know, like. <laughs> he's, a, he's a white boy. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's a pom. He's a pom. Oh, uh, there you go. And yeah. Dave's, uh, Dave is a... Dave's surprising. Dave's born in Brisbane, like, near me. Near, near where I'm from. So I don't even know that. Oh, yeah, well, there you Dave's go. Dave's secretive, not secretive. He's an enigma. He's got, a, he's got a sense of mystique about him, yeah, this he, man. He, he, doesn't right? t- he doesn't tell you things. You end up finding out about him, and then he talks to you about it. Ah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. There you go. But, um, and yeah. so you're hoping to release the um, the EP in January next year? Yeah, January. Um, and we're, we've got a few dates lined up to tour. Uh, yeah, know, where to, you heading? To, to push it. Um, we're going to Adelaide in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to Brisbane in March, and then we've got on either side of those, we've got um, Melbourne dates in January and April. So, okay, so cool. pre- pretty much from January to uh, to April, we're going to be playing um, as many shows as we can, I guess. Yeah, to get it out there. Um, yeah, and uh, so that's that sort of cloud of touring that we've put together there. We're gonna we've put you know we've could it ties into the concept of the EP as well because the the EP is called Stay Calm It's Only Napalm mm. and the first letter of each of those words spells S C I O N Sion and um, back in the day uh, there was a secret society called the Priory of Sion yeah right um, who were tasked with keeping alive the bloodline of Jesus Christ because apparently. Jesus and Mary Magdalene escaped to France and he had children and stuff like that. It's in the Da Vinci Code and I can see you've got Dan Brown, Angels and Demons, Dan Brown, Digital Fortress up there. Dan Brown, the the Da Vinci Code, it makes mention of the Priory of Sion. I remember the movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, sort of of connects to something on your bookshelf. Sorry, I've got to... No, it's good. I've got a weird brain like that. So my lady works at a bookstore. All right, yeah. And she's a big, big reader. Yeah. I think I read The Da Vinci Code and that's probably the only book I've ever read. Oh, really? I'm really not well read at all. Yeah, see, I'm the same. I only ever used to read Captain Underpants. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. right. I did enjoy <laughs> reading book. the book, but book. I just... Um, it's not a way that I like to spend my past, like my free time. Mm-hmm. I wish I was a bigger reader. I think I'd be a little bit more clever, but yeah, I just right. I can't do it. I'd much rather just watch the wrestling. <laughs> no, that's a, that's awesome. That's a good old. Uh, what is it? Is it Terry Funk and Mick Foley? The the ECW cage matches where they bring out the tax and all the blood. And oh stuff. yeah, those some, are amazing some wild stuff there. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, we were mentioning um your your newfound love of wrestling. So how did that all come about? How did you, how were you introduced to wrestling recently? Um, it's so funny because we came back from our Sydney show and uh, I don't know I just didn't feel like getting back to normal life yet so I invited my friend Shane over and we had a few drinks and we were you know, having a bit of a smoke, and I was like talking to him. I'm like, man, I really like you know the wrestling uh, linguistics and you know how it's got its own dialect, its own lexicon, you know. Um, and I like the concept of the heel, and we started talking about it, and I'm like, man, all right, I'm going to write a rap or a song or something using, you know, curtain, you know, these, you know, these terms like, you know, heat, cheap heat, mm-hmm. curtain jerker, mm-hmm. jobber, da 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 da, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I started writing this rap, and then um, a week later, Jules from Wrestle Rock. Uh, approached White Devil Detroit about playing at the next Wrestle Rock, which we will be December thirteenth at the Corner Hotel. Yes, get your tickets online. 
Um, I'll be there. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, mad, dude. Um, so, where was I? I can't even remember. You're talking about how you wrote the song. And how you got into wrestling. Oh, right. I'm yes. glad you remember because yes. yes. I didn't even yeah, know what yeah, you were talking yeah. about. Um, yeah, so yeah, and then we got booked for that gig and I don't know, I just like started to sort of watch more videos on wrestling and I'd always wanted to watch Beyond the Mat and I watched that a few nights ago. And oh, So that I, was the first time you'd seen that? Yeah, it was the first time I watched, watched oh, it all the way through. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit of context. Um, I'm 39, I'm turning 40 next year and so the wrestling got really, really big like worldwide during the Attitude Era. Um, that was when, you know, you had your Stone Colds, The Rock, mm-hmm. Mankind, yeah, uh, yeah, Undertaker, Kane, all those big names, you know. Yeah. Early Attitude. 2000s and stuff. Late 90s, early noughties, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I remember as a kid that was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. there you go. But yeah. I never got into it. But yeah. you were a little, little I was, kid. I was very little. Yeah. I remember all my mates so, having the action figures and stuff. There you go. Time, yeah. So as a 17-year-old, I was like the exact demographic that they were shooting for to get into their product because it was very racy. There was a lot of, um, well, not nudity, but very racy content. Mm. Um, Fast, uh, aggressive. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. It was hitting all the boxes for a young person um, yeah. to get into it. And so I was right into it. And that movie came out in all amongst that I remember I was super excited to go sit in the cinemas me and my brother went to see it we were the only ones in the (laughs) theatre the only ones there uh, to go see Beyond the, Beyond the Mat Beyond the Mat in the oh, movie wow. theatre yeah. yeah and we just marked out for the whole time we were like this is the coolest <coughs> thing ever You're mark like, out means get excited about a specific <laughs> wrestler yeah. yeah and because I was already a big Mick Foley fan to see like him like behind the scenes for the first time mm. like how this all works and like getting the stories and everything like the whole st- all, all the stuff with Jake the Snake and how he you know his life was basically in the toilet and he's still going and you know wrestling in. Yeah, man. Um, I was watching his um, promo that he that v- promo that he cut with Alice Cooper, and I hit up Jules. I was like, sent it to Jules today. I'm like, hey, do you think maybe one of the wrestlers would want to get together with me and maybe one of the other guys in the band and cut a promo to help promote the show? Come out. He's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I love Jake the Snake, man. That's so cool. Yeah, Jules has been on the show as well. Actually, did a two parter with Jules. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, yeah, he's um. He's fantastic. It was great to talk to him. Um, so there you go. So you guys are going to be on the show um, in December on the 13th. Yep. 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 Wrestle Rock Christmas. Wrestle Rock Christmas. A very Wrestle Rock Christmas. That's right. Yeah. With uh, Tony Storm, I think, is coming out for it as well. So she's she's an Aussie um, female wrestler. Oh, yeah. Um, and she is signed with NXT, but which is the WWE's uh, developmental um, oh, yeah. program. Yeah, right. um, however, she's got one of those unique um, uh, contracts where she's actually still able to take independent um, That's sick. Like, yeah, yeah. So she can, she can still go like make a living while they're sort of... Well, yeah, yeah. So she can go back to NXT and, and, and still do like wrestling in her own, you know, in her own country. That's um, mad. So yeah, I'll be there, man. And uh, the following night, uh, December 14th, I'll be doing a tribute to Pearl Jam um, at the same venue, at the Corner Hotel. Oh, nice. So, you know, try to <coughs> leave the backstage area semi, you know, um, habitable for me, please, if that's all right. Try. I, I don't want any fucking, you know, cardboard boxes, you know, all around the place. <laughs> And VHS tapes just <laughs> randomly in the corner. Oh, we, 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 no promises, right? We, we usually leave a mess, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> man. I reckon some of the pumps hate us. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there'll, there'll be some cleaners coming through yeah, there. Yeah, the, yeah the that's day right. Out. That's right. There yeah. you go. But yeah. Oh, that'll be fun, man. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing you guys perform um, at, at, the, uh, at the Corner Hotel. Mm. Um, and so, before we finish up... Mm. Um, are there any other stories that kind of jump out from any of the bands that you've been in prior or White Devil Detroit um, that you think 
our listeners might get a chuckle out of. There's something like you mentioning earlier that you know you've always wear something quite unique on stage. Mm. Has anyone ever reacted in a specific way that you weren't expecting? Uh, hmm. A girl liked you. A girl liked me. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't was, expect that. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, no, a, I don't know. I've I can't a, think of anything. I've mate. had a few. Well, I remember the, the the first gig this year. Um, had a few girls like grabbing my, actually grabbing my dick while I was on stage, and I was not, <laughs> I had not had that happen to me before. Oh my gosh! It was pretty embarrassing to be Whoa. honest. Yeah, so that was kind of weird. I just sort of ignored it and like strutted away, but yeah. What was the um, so like what where what gig was this? Because most stages are you pretty the far away. No, the Bendigo. Oh, the Bendigo too. again. And I was wearing a like a gold jumpsuit and everything. Ah, everything was very. Yeah, man, you everything, look like Justin Hawkins. I was dude. like a, I was like a packed lunch in there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> something like oh, that looks yeah, tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. No, it's not funny. It's sexual assault. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you felt abused in that moment, and we shouldn't be making fun of it. Oh, oh goodness! No, well, yeah. that's certainly a unique story. Yeah, that's exactly that, that, the kind of thing I was hoping for. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> getting my doodle grabbed on. Honestly, yeah. my favourite probably band thing we've ever done. It was not even long ago. It was a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We went to we played uh, we played Frankie's. It was yeah. I was trying to think of the first venue. We oh, played hideaway the Saturday, bar and then Frankie's, and then we played Frankie's the Saturday. Yeah, Sunday played night. both of them. Yeah, and then um yeah, we were leaving the venue and we're like oh yeah, we could walk to Newtown. And Dave, I gave him this early. I gave him this idea earlier on the way there. I said, "Man, it'd be cool to ride those e-bikes, eh? They're like half you know, electric. The higher bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them and they're like half electric. And Dave's like, "We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that." And then next minute, after they're all this show and all that, we're on these bikes, man. And we're riding around for hours, man. We rode up, up towards the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Oh my god! Found gosh. out we couldn't yeah. ride across it. Then we went flat out down the hills, probably doing like forty k's down this hill on this bloody grandma bike thing. <laughs> And then, um, shit, man, we rode through nearly every main park in Sydney. And then it come Monday morning when everyone's lining up to go to work. And here we are <laughs> looking metal as fuck, <laughs> riding e-bikes while everyone's going to work through King Street. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, that was one of my favorite things. Yeah, that was a good time. That, that was just a fun thing. Yeah. You know, like nothing yeah. wild or like, whoa, those guys are crazy. It was just fun it's yeah. just a fun time yeah, on the road. a fun time right. yeah just stuff like that you know yeah we so, just got a banned car too yeah we just purchased a banned car for and touring a, in an, really? a, an yeah. au falcon wagon the au falcon yeah, yeah, mate. Falcon, mate she's a student yes. so that, that's that's the new bender bus i actually pulled out the front of it today yeah so that's the yeah the bender bus we'll be taking oh, wherever man. we go now it's a, it's a station wagon it's a station wagon oh man i miss my au fucking station wagon man oh, they're the best rig eh they're the best. Yeah, they're good, man. If, they, everything falls around the engine. Like yeah. they just keep going. If um if if Ford hadn't stopped making station wagons, I mean they do that wanky Mondeo or whatever the fuck. Uh, I would still be driving a, a Ford station wagon. The yeah, I, I've mm. got a territory now because that's literally the only other option. Yeah, if you're yeah. going to get a new car. You yeah, because I mean? Commodore brought out the VE wagon. Ah. but when uh, Ford brought out their FG Falcons, they didn't bring them out in a wagon. They only brought them out in a Ute and a sedan. That's it. So, but I th- personally think the FG wagon, if there was such a thing, would have looked unreal. Yeah, but so they just stopped it 
altogether, though. Because no, no one's really buying wagons anymore. Oh, it's so, such a shame. Yeah, because everyone's buying these little SUV things, which yeah. are very practical and handy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so the wagons just died in the ass. And so, so. you guys have got the AU wagon. The AU wagon. What colour is it? It's white. white. It's yeah. white. It's, it's got uh, tinted windows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, <laughs> it's got a CD player. It's, it's got a JVC aftermarket. Oh, shit. Yep, yep. Uh, thinking about getting an old subwoofer for the boombox, but then we've wow. just got to figure out where to put it, though, because, like, we've got yeah, to fit a lot of shit in there. Gear in there, yeah. There's, so, there's, yeah. Place, there's a place for people to sleep in there. So. Yeah, yeah, but she's band friendly. She's an auto for all the boys that can't drive manuals, so that helps too. That yeah. helps. Um, and are you going to get like a decal, White Devil Detroit, on the I side thought about of it? it? We're then, thinking about it, eh? The only yeah. reason stops me doing that yeah. is people are going to know what's in my car, or our car, sorry, oh. and know what's in there, and it's going to be pretty. Jaden, your dad had a really good idea. He said we should put on all these Christian Christian. Like society, you know, what would Jesus do and the little Christian fish on the back of it so cops won't pull us over? Let us think, guys, just a nice bunch of Christian boys, you know, <laughs> cruising up the highway while we're doing so, all yeah. sorts of fucking God knows what <laughs> behind those tinted windows. As cool as it would be to have White Devil Detroit printed all down the side of the car, yeah. to me, it's a bit of an eyesore that is, for cops and people that want to steal your stuff yeah. out of your car. So that's yeah. my yeah. So Maybe we'll just put a big cross we'll on pro- there. We'll probably, <laughs> just, we'll probably the have that little fish on the back with some stock grandpa wheels. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could get those fucking <coughs> My Family stickers. Just go full retitle well, in that yeah. area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do or full that. J-tar. Sorry, full yeah, J-tar. Whatever you want, <laughs> But yeah, no, that'd be a funny one too. Get full steved. But yeah, yeah. So, so it's cool. We just So we just got a bunch of most dates we've ever had lined up in a row ever, I think. Yeah. For, for next year. We've awesome. Got, yeah, we got um, January 18th at Globe Alley. Uh, February 13th at the Crown and Anchor in Adelaide. Uh, March 27th at the Crowbar in Brisbane and January 24th at the Tote. And um, just to go tie back in with what I was saying before, the EP's called Stay Calm, It's Only Napalm, S-C-I-O-N. There's, mm. a, there's a secret society called the Priory of Sion, which is just spelled S-I-O-N. But anyways, so I was thinking about that and how that sort of, we, you know, at our last show, we, we were trying to pull people up on stage and get them to smash a pinata. And I was thinking about how we've got the, this, you know, secret society sort of theme you know we want to get pull people up and initiate them by getting them to do something stupid you know most bands just like pull people up and give them a shot of whiskey or a beer or whatever you right know, whatever. right we'll get it we'll make it a bit more fun and a bit we more, could get water pistols a bit and more, shit vodka that's right a bit more dangerous a bit more sexy a bit more artistic a bit more funny a bit more comedy and you know it might we so we would you know we might throw two Two pistol, water pistol, pla- you know, plastic pistols, and one will be filled with whiskey, and the other one will be filled with cat piss. It's like, good luck. Which one are you going to get? <laughs> pick, pick one up, choose wisely. You know what I mean? We'll, sure. we'll play little games to initiate people. You know, do fun things. You know, maybe not so gross or dangerous or whatever, but you know, we'll do fun things. Yeah, maybe and, something and th- like yeah. Something that just tastes shit, like Bonox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I actually like Bonox, but like yeah, yeah, when yeah. people are expecting vodka, they're not going to yeah, expect yeah, Bonox. Bonox. That's right. You What's know. Bonox? Man, Bonox is like. It's like Vegemite. It's like a drink but that Vegemite. tastes like Vegemite. Oh, gosh. It's like a hot drink you have that tastes like Vegemite. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. That's the only oh. way I can kind of think yeah, of explain it. It's in a similar jar, too. Yeah, right. It is. They look quite similar. It's, um, is that a UK product, is it? No. no it's no, it's made Australian by Kraft. It's, it's a very Australian, Australian thing, yeah, Bonox, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I, I assume so, from what I know. Yeah. But yeah. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah. but anyway, yeah. <laughs> Just, so you've got a lot of plans for the upcoming show. So, yeah, we're gonna, well, we don't know exactly what we're going to do, but yeah, we're going to, there's going to be a, a part of the show that is uh, audience participation mm-hmm. in that sense for these shows from January to April next year, which we're called um, A Shroud of Tour and Tour ah. because 
you know about the Shroud of Turin? It's this cloth that Jesus Christ apparently like wiped his face with, or you know, his blood stains are on it. Sure. Because it's Turin, I like a good pun. Sion, Priory of Sion, which was you know to sort of preser- oh, Turin. Pre- I mean, I just got that. Pre- preserve the blood, the bloodline of Christ. Yes. Turin has got the blood of Christ on it, so those, so you know, there's an overarching sort of theme there artistically. You've certainly you know, thought about it. You too. know what I mean? And then, yeah. and then also we're just going to be able to do fun, weird, you know, true blue cool stuff that Aussies and weirdos and, you know, punks and, yeah, if you like and saying guys and stuff will love, you know. Yeah, yeah. Smashing cans of beer over the head and sculling them. Come see us. Yeah, right on. <laughs> we'll get it done. You'll get it done. <laughs> yeah. um, and so if people do want to follow your um, your journey online, is it White Devil Detroit um, on Instagram, Facebook, yeah, Twitter? Yeah, White, White Devil Detroit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just just search us up. We were on Facey, Instagram. Yeah. Um, we're not on Twitter. We're not on Twitter at the moment. It's not, it's not really a thing for... Is bands. it a thing for old famous people? I think that's all over here. Yeah. Yeah. D. Schneider shared our video on his on his Twitter. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. That, yeah, is, cool. that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty rad. Um, and so I usually play a little bit of a snippet of a song um, before people have heard the interview, interview um, so they know you know a bit of context of who they're going to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a song that you mentioned um, earlier that you'd like me to play a little snippet of that I can like kind of rip off? Um, yeah, YouTube? we got, we got, we got, uh, oh, off YouTube. Yeah. The video uh, clip I saw. Yeah, Coming Down, you can, you're more than welcome. Can I use that? that? Of course, of course. Perfect. More than welcome. More so than welcome. So, we'll have heard a little bit of Coming Down by White Devil Detroit prior to this. Um, boys, what a fantastic, um, time we've had here <laughs> in the afternoon. We've had it on real time, mate. Yeah, Thank that's you. That's good, yeah. Thanks for coming on. No, um, no dramas. And, uh, if you boys, um... Yeah, uh, if everyone wants to come and see you guys, your very next show is going to be at the Corner Hotel on the 13th of That's December. right. 2019, in case anyone listens to this a few years later. Yes. We've yeah, got, we got, we got some special stuff planned for people who like wrestling and like rock and roll. Awesome. Yeah, I will be definitely. there with bells on, boys. Yeah, awesome, man. All right. We'll Sweet see us. See you on the road. Ciao. I'm Rumi. Right. Have a good one. Thank you. <laughs> And that's a wrap, Sizzlers, episode 82. All done. Thanks for listening. We're almost up to 100, mate. I should probably plan something special. You never know. Maybe something in the works already. Keep an eye out and an ear out for that. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, give the podcast a share on social media. Use the hashtag Art of Touring Podcast when you're sharing uh, your thoughts on the pod on Instagram and give us a follow at Art of Touring Podcast. If you are a first-time listener, I'd love it if you came back. Come on back each week. Hear me talk some shit with musos and wrestlers and performers, DJs, trumpet players you never know who i'm going to have on next so come on back next week for a brand new ep uh, if you'd like to get in contact with me please email me directly at art of during podcast at gmail.com maybe you would like to come on the show you know slide into the old dms on instagram at art of touring podcast you can listen to art of touring on wooshka you can download it on itunes google Uh, podcasts on Spotify and if you do do that most of those platforms uh, platforms rather have a review system where you can write a little review and give it five stars and all that stuff so if you enjoy what I'm doing here at the Art of Touring please let the world know by a little review that'd be great now let's get into some plugs Saturday, December 14th. It's coming up so soon. It's in a month. Oh my God. December 14th at the Corner Hotel. I'll be playing Pearl Jam Greatest Hits. 
Okay, first record, 10. We're doing five, six tracks off that. Second record, Versus, five, six songs off that record as well. Third album that they released, Vitalogy. A lot of hits on there. We'll be playing five or six songs from that one as well. And then at the end of the night, we're going to do some other hits from other records, B-sides, fan favorites. If you're a fan of Pearl Jam, you're a fan of live music, come out and support the Pass Outs and the Warbirds super group that we're putting together for this one night. And super Supergroup involving Creek as well. The new guitarist who's on board this time, Matt Ivanchich, <laughs> who I believe will be on the show next week, so I hope you got your name right, brother, um, is joining us as well. So it's a massive band we're putting together. Um, just had the first rehearsal for it on Tuesday, and it's sounding epic already. So come along on Saturday, December 14th for that gig. Joining us on the night as well will be Melbourne's own Foo Fighters and Nirvana tribute band, Fuvana. Tickets are available right now from the Corner website, or you can just follow the passouts on Facebook and go to the events section and grab your tickets right. Now, ah, wow, I got through it. Okay, that's all from me this week. Before I go, I do have a few shout-outs. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the artwork for the show. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Wall, spelt W-A-H-L. And big thanks to my guests this week, Jake and Jaden from White Devil Detroit. Be sure to follow the boys on their social media profiles and um, give them a like, give them a follow, give them a watch, give them a listen. All the things you got to do to get White Devil Detroit in your ears and your eyeballs. Hey, listen, that's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of The Art of Touring. With a scissor diggity dog! Ow, ow, ow! That was a pretty good one this week. <laughs> and remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by Mr. Susan. Be wary, wary, be, 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 be wary of his mirror balls. <laughs>